Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we're going to be talking about um, our favorite movie sets and TV sets and things in the world that are pop culture, and somehow they influence the decisions that we make for purchasing, um, certain trends that bubble up, whether it be for the home or Mm -hmm. for fashion or for the way somebody tucks their shirt in or flips their hair or whatever else. We all get influenced some way. There's an undercurrent going on. Sometimes it's stronger than others. You know, like when the world was watching Friends, I felt like everybody was watching Friends because there wasn't as many shows to choose from back then. Mm -hmm. Now there's so many shows to choose from that all of us are influenced by different things and feels like more of a melting pot. But just depending on where we are in the world, um, we see certain things bubble up that are maybe unnaturally trending because Mm -hmm. of pop culture. Um, It's just so influential. So yeah, we kind of want to talk about where things come from. We have a lot of movies queued up to talk about and trends that we've seen come from there. Things that have been influential to a lot of our clientele that say they want something like this movie set or like Mm -hmm. this character's life, even though it was all, you know, perceived or, or it's a stage set built. It's not a real home. Um, but I think we're all influenced in one way or another. And I just think it's a cool and super fascinating thing. Yeah. And people have been wanting us to kind of dive into some of these, like the Nancy Meyer ones. And, and we're just like, I think there's even more to it. We can, we're going to go into some of those movies, but again, just a lot of different, like famous movies that we're all familiar with their set designs. And I think, I don't know if I know that Jess, you and I have done this where we're watching a series where probably binging at night or something. And we like pause it and we're like, Ooh, go back. I want to look at that panel. Mm-hmm. And then I screenshot it or like record it and I forward it to you. And so we really are just like watching not only the characters, but just how important their environment is to that character development. Mm-hmm. And so environments are just, it just goes to show that's the, I think a really good study of a good, a good character building. And I think something that we are automatically taken to our lives because we re- either relate to the character mm-hmm. and we, or we relate to the environment or it draws a memory and we want to pull that into our own lives. Yeah. Super interesting. For so. sure. I even know like certain quotes, um, usually, um, Will Ferrell quotes Yes, always. <laughs> for my brothers, you know, we're constantly saying the same things over and over again mm-hmm. in movies and situations where suddenly they fit in. So even like mm-hmm. the words that we choose and say are the phrases that continue to keep coming up for us because mm-hmm. they're so humorous and they're funny. Um, so those things also affect our language. Yeah. We've been talking like about doing something like this for like probably six months or something. Yeah. And I was thinking about it when we first started talking and the set designers in this um, and decorators like use the sets to kind of, like you said, establish who these characters are. Mm -hmm. And that kind of made me think of like in my own life, it's like, man, if like we can tell that much about who this character is by where they're living and how they're living, like what is my house my home mm-hmm. saying about me yeah. and like, how is that defining the person like that I am? Cause that's obviously like a huge thing or it mm-hmm. wouldn't matter in movies. And I think everyone has had the experience when they watch a movie and they kind of almost fall in love with the character because of like how they live or where they live and just kind of like their lifestyle that, mm-hmm. that very is, it's a huge like part of the foundation. Yeah. Of like yeah. Who, who they are and like um, how you, 
fall in love with them. That's, that's why it's important in movies. Yeah, so, for sure. And therefore and, in real life. And I think I, I've probably said this too many times on this podcast, but I think we all have this internal authenticity meter where we know if somebody's being fake with us or we know when somebody's being real with us because this authenticity meter goes off and then we're like, yeah, that's real. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, it's the same for like movie sets. That whole set plays in like, for instance, um, I think that they said it was in the movie. It's complicated. This is a Nancy mm -hmm. Myers film where they talked about the main character, um, Susan Sarandon. Oh yeah. I think they said that she, instead of cookbooks, she has crossword puzzles in her kitchen, mm -hmm. crossword puzzle books, um, where cookbooks would be because that's the type of work that she does at night. Mm -hmm. She sits and does crossword puzzles. And so like even down to the littlest minutia that tells you the story about the character and that yeah. makes her more authentic. Yep. And set designers will actually like fill the drawers with things that you'd find in those drawers, which I thought was really interesting. I was listening to a podcast this morning about this and just how like, even as those actors, actresses go into that space and they're trying to like kind of really grow into this character and they start to open up things and understand, okay, she took these vitamins and that was the brand, you know, just any of those things, they start to internalize mm. that. So just how even like how their character can be influenced and, you know, just develop by what they're surrounded by. I'm like, that's fascinating. What are, what's in my drawers? It's mm -hmm. like that defines me, you know, our spaces really do define you and your family. Yeah. So it's just a fascinating study. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's get into it. But first, before I do, I want to give a quick shout out to our home furnishings team. We've always wanted for everyone to have some of Alice Lane in their home. So we created this program where you can have one of our design specialists help you pull your home together one room at a time. And the fun thing about it all is that the services are complimentary and we offer them nationwide. So everybody within the sound of our voice, unless you're in Great Britain or not attached to the United States, um, we don't service your areas yet, but um, we will, we can help you space plan, source every single piece in any kind of fabric and finish that you want down to the very last layer, meaning your throw pillows, your accessories, your lamps. So if you guys want more details or information, just contact us. You can email us at designrequest at alicelanehome.com or just call us at 800 423 77 Five, seven. Again, that's design. You can email us at design request at alicelanehome.com or call us at 800-423-7757. We're super excited to work with you. All right. So um, talking about our favorite movie sets from pop, pop culture, let's jump in. Um, probably our favorite is Nancy Myers. Yeah. Whenever I think any woman sees a film is coming out from Nancy Myers, we automatically know we're going to love the set, the set design. Yeah. We're going to love the character development. We're going to love the way these characters live in their homes. Mm -hmm. I know for me as an interior design enthusiast, for sure. I just know they're going to be beautiful. I thought Nancy Myers was the interior designer as well because her sets are just so famous. Mm -hmm. um, I myself wanted to um, live the way Something's got to give that house with the yeah. cedar shake shingles on it. In the Hamptons. I, in the Hamptons. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, how do I live like that? So today I live in a home that's cedar shake, shake shingles that are, have a gray stain on them because of that home. It's just super influ influential. But anyway, turns out Nancy Myers is not an interior designer. She's a director and she doesn't even hire the same design team for all of her movies. So she uses different people for them and she doesn't even want to be known for interior design. No, we went out, we sought out to try and get her on the podcast to see if she'd come on to talk about it. And she doesn't want to talk about 
the set interior design, even though they're so known for it. Isn't that so funny? Yeah. But she's, but I, I, I respect it because even with all these different design, you know, teams that are doing all these different movies, like you read all these things that she switched out this and she switched out this because she's so invested in the character development mm-hmm. and how that character is supposed to live. And I think, I don't know, I think the combination of who she's working with and her magic sauce creates these spaces so that like we continue to want to watch her characters because it's how those characters, the lifestyle that that character is living. And I just think, I don't know, I think that that's quite lovely. Yeah. So she'll always be the elusive Nancy Myers to us, but we still want to celebrate her and talk about her gorgeous work. Cheers to you, Nancy. Yes, for sure. Well, let's start with something's got to give. You want to talk about, um, what you yes. think came from, from this set, what's so lovely about it? You know, as we kind of compiled this list of all these movies that we just adore, um, we've been staring at the images and I've, and I've really kind of gone back and there's something quite familiar, even though it's, it's nothing that you haven't seen, but it's something that's so desired because it's, I don't know, it's layered rugs. I love like her use of stripes and her use of naturals and just, it's a really, um, it's a perfectly imperfect set. And I think that that's, again, what Nancy Meyer is good at in all of her spaces, which is why they feel so authentic. They don't feel unlived in. I think something's got a gift house mm-hmm. is 100% that way. If you notice, like there's never overhead lighting on. It's always just lamplight. So true. It's yeah. yeah you yeah. never, you never see a like, can light lit up. In the kitchen. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. And there's always just like shadows and like you see, you're able to like focus on the character and on the details that she does. Um, she does have like a lot of beautiful lamps. Um, I think that there is a familiarity about the frames that she uses. She uses like slip covers a lot and something's got to give, which makes, gives it a really effortless look. And again, we're, we're in the Hamptons. We're like this kind of this beach town, but it's for this like really well-established, you know, lady. And it's just, I don't know, you know, that she has her stuff together. Um, her book collections are always really on point. Mm-hmm. She always has like good collections too. And in this movie, I love that whole plate wall in the mm-hmm. dining room. I think that that's such a, I don't know, a cozy, nostalgic feeling that like, I don't know. I remember like looking through magazines as a kid and seeing that. I'm like, Ooh, they're entertainers. I love that. And so it immediately like tells you these things about the character, but it's also about the lifestyle, about how you'd want to live. It's just like grab a platter, fill it with, you know, a charcuterie and give it to your guests. And it's just like really, they're very gracious sets. And I think this one is that, and that's why so many people see themselves in it mm-hmm. because there's just like, there's a seat for everyone. It's there. I think they're the spaces kind of go, you can see it's kind of that great room where you can kind of see the kitchen from that family room, but it's just, it's intimate, but and it's full and it's collected and it's not quite perfect. And that's what I think is so beautiful about it. And the colors are very transitioning from one to the other. Mm-hmm. There's no hard dogs. I feel like it's a very natural um, colorscape. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, okay. Another Nancy Myers film. Um, what have you got, Corey? Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. Like, Everybody well, loves this house. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I love this movie. I've literally loved it since I was, a, I was a kid. There's just something about it that felt at home mm-hmm. um, to me. So much so, like I looked up where it was filmed because I was like, I want to live there. And it's, <laughs> I obviously don't live there, but um, it's Arcadia, California, which is like just west of Los Angeles. Mm. Um, and like just the house, like looking at like the front of it, I mean, it has like, it's very traditional, like has shutters, white picket fence. I think that's 
Very colonial. So idyllic. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then kind of the same thing with, uh, what was the, something's got to give. Yes. Something's got to give just very, one thing I think the common thread that she has in like all of her movies is she has like the sets are filled with stuff that are like collectibles. Like you can tell that this person was like collecting things throughout their lifetime. I think therefore like kind of, um, building them as a character. This isn't mm-hmm. just someone you've known for two hours. Like this is a real person that has been collecting things their entire lives. And whether it's like it's plates or, um, books or, uh, yeah, art. I, yeah, ar- yeah. Art, yeah. Art. That's like way, way prevalent. So very cozy. Like you said, like not a lot of overhead light, if any at all lamps, um, father bride is obviously in the nineties. So there's a lot of like floral patterns in this, mm-hmm. which I think are like, um, really cool. I mean, even, stepping back into style guys. Yeah. Uh, even notice this, like they got the sofa face off, mm-hmm. um, going on there. It's super cool. Like the radius top built-ins, um, built-in bookshelves. Yeah. This is like, man, if I could be transported into a set and just live in a set, I think yeah. father of the bride for me. And I take Steve Martin as my dad too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And aren't the frames like still continuous, like on the actual furniture frames, they're familiar. There's mm-hmm. nothing that's like too abstract that you haven't seen before that you wouldn't feel comfortable in. Mm-hmm. So I think it's part of that stage of like, just, I don't know, allowing people to be comfortable with you. Yeah. Wow. It's, because that's what you appreciate. That's how you would want to live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's, I think it's supposed to feel like home to everybody. Yeah, like exactly. it's like You can put yourself in that situation. Like there's probably some common threads of just like everyday like family life mm-hmm. that it's like, Oh, like that was kind of like, you know, like my dad like used to do that or my mom like, yeah. collected those things or like our house looked like this type of thing. So, um, yeah, this amazing is, sets. This isn't on our list, but it's just like the juxtaposition of like a character next door neighbor. Do you guys remember on like Christmas vacation yes. where you have Chevy oh, Chase yeah. and then you have Margot and Todd yes. next door. And like, there's a so austere and just like cold and <laughs> why is there glass on the carpet, Todd? That yeah. kind of but thing. It fits their personality. It fits their personality. Yeah. when you're like just their anal and they're just, anyway, you, you wouldn't want to like necessarily hang out over a weekend. She would never design that set for an endearing character that she would write about. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I'm like, that's so interesting. It tells so much about that character, but then the Griswolds, you're like, yeah, I'd go, I'd go hang there. <laughs> yeah. In that like party sure. casino house. You bet. Yeah, yeah. And they'd take you too. I mean, if they took cousin Eddie out, for sure. they would take you. Yeah. I think that also father of the bride, it's like, there's such special and precious relationships that, you know, you would want to get married in that home. Oh, for sure. Because mm-hmm. you love your dad so much and your mom and this place that you grew up, nothing's more precious to you. And she makes it so precious and idyllic that there yeah. could not be a more precious place to get married. Mm-hmm. So um, I just think that's also like the ultimate compliment in, in any space that you're like, I love it so much. I want to get married yeah. here. Yeah. One thing I think that she like, it's not Nancy Myers herself, but she probably can, contributes to it too is but it feels lived in and it's like it's not cluttery but it feels like full and um yeah like it makes it feel like home that way because it actually it's not just like a set that's like perfectly clean all the time and everything's put away there's like Mm -hmm. stuff out on the counter there's an open book and you know like things are happening so it's like being Mm -hmm. lived in so therefore like establishing like um the the character yeah yeah it's establishing life yeah Yeah. it's great Mm, it's so good and the the cool thing about it too it's almost like I don't know. I, I'd be so interested to know what it's like to be a set designer. I wish so bad we could have gotten somebody on here to talk about it, but where, where do you get a used sofa from? Like, is it in the 
in the room where they have all the props and all the extra furniture? Do they shop for these things? How do they make it look used? You know, all of this stuff where it is perfectly imperfect. And also I think if an interior designer came in, it would be too, what our publishing agent calls designery. She's always like, it can't look too designery when you shoot the house. And we're like, ah, we're designers. How do we, how do we F it up? Relax it. How do we slap it in the face and make it look more lived in or more natural or believable Mm because sometimes designers are going to set things up too perfectly, Yeah, you know? And so I know in our work, we're always trying to lean a book or undo something. Yeah. Relax it. Don't karate chop your pillows right in the middle, you know, like lay them onto the arm, make them look Mm -hmm. like you want to take a nap on them. So, um, it is an interesting thing as interior designers to be staring at these sets and going, yeah, it's just effortless, but I believe it, you know, it's so beautiful. I stumbled upon a podcast um, and it was called Decorating Pages and she is a set designer and she interviews a lot and talks about just these different sets. And anyway, it really was interesting because it sounds like a lot of them do have a designer background, Mm. you know, this decorator background, but just like the timeline. Anyway, it was just, it was really fascinating to, to, I don't know, hear about how they like create these the characters that they're given, that they create these spaces for that character. Mm -hmm. They tell that story, which I think is what we do a lot of times. And like when we're designing a space, we'll be like, and this is what you guys will do in this space, you know, based off of your feedback, this is where you'll receive people when you have a party. Mm -hmm. And this is like where you'll go and, and kind of play out the narrative. And that's what these movies are doing. So again, just like in your own life, as you're decorating your spaces or just putting things together, be okay that your life is showing. Yeah. You know, like, like Corey was saying, just like prove that there is life by putting stuff that reflects you. So I love that. I think one thing that a lot of these Nancy Myers movies have in common is a white kitchen. Um, Very true. I feel mm-hmm. like that, um, something's got to give house hit oh, yeah. at a time in, in my life when interiors suddenly were more important and mm-hmm. they have the white kitchen. It has bin poles that are black. Um, it has black countertops that look like soapstone. It's just got all of these really iconic white kitchen details that I feel like everybody that was, was copying. Tile. Everybody wanted the and white, it, the something's yeah. got to give kitchen right when we first started our business in 2008. So, um, I don't know. I just think there's something iconic about it. And for some reason, this white kitchen is kind of traditional, which, you know, I think her interiors lean toward. Um, I've got the movie. It's complicated. This movie was the one with Meryl Streep, Alex Bald, Alec Baldwin, and then, um, Steve Martin. And it's kind of a love triangle. Uh, anyway, Meryl Streep is divorced from Alec Baldwin and she just starts dating, um, Steve Martin, who I believe is her landscape architect. Is that right? Uh, I, I think, think he's so. her architect. Cause oh, they're her architect. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, and she's just this amazing um, cook in her kitchen. She has black steel um, industrial windows. And then she's got an Island. She's got her back um, cabinets. One of the sections is skirted. So it doesn't even have lower cabinetry on it. It's just got like um, almost like a gathered drop cloth of a skirt on it. Lots of cake plates and serving dishes, pots uh, pots hanging um, on a pot rack above the stove. So it's a little bit more industrial, very user-friendly. Everything's at her fingertips. A darling shade pendants, a marble island, which when she's rolling out cookie dough and all of that just looks so amazing on it. Um, And then black kitchen chairs. So there's a lot of contrast between black and white. Um, This was also a favorite kitchen. Also, she's like such a beautiful chef. 
in the movie, um, whatever she's making, your mouth's watering and you're suddenly starving. Um, if you're watching this movie, you're going to get the munchies. Um, again, lights are off, lamps are on, and it's just this feeling of home. Super, super cozy. In the main room, there's like a really big, beautiful um, broad-loomed carpet, just flat weave. She does that a lot in all of her movies. You feel, yeah, you feel like you see like a little jute or sisal uh-huh. kind of anchoring everything together and just so it feels grounded. Yeah. I think she's got slip covered chairs mm-hmm. in the room um, and then, you know, a trunk as a side table. Mm-hmm. So things like that. Again, like, you know, books or built-ins, I feel like are really prevalent in all of her movies. Yeah. Loaded with books and books that you would actually read. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like even in the something's got to give, she has like that whole side of the Island that has all the cookbooks that she actually probably uses. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. Cause again, when we're des- like decorating and installing a house, we're usually putting those in the back pantry. But again, she kind of gives permission to put that stuff out and actually like use it which yeah. in these movies, which again, I think is there, there's a draw to it. Cause you remember those recipes from the Betty Crocker re- cookbook that your mom cooked from too that you saw on the the movie set and yeah there's some there's a nostalgia to it I think to all of these as well I love it whether it was your childhood or the childhood that you always like deemed perfect Mm -hmm. like Uh, you know that's what these sets are yes I totally agree that's so good um she's got like this beautiful outdoor paver patio where her kids sit out and eat and um uh, Jim from Friends Steve. Oh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah. one of the kids in the movie and just like all this bougainvillea growing up the, the outside fireplace, really lush green. Yeah. Like seriously, this also has to be California. I would imagine because yeah. anything grows, but anyway. Like all of her houses, like the father of the bride house is like, you see the white house and you see green trees and they're mm-hmm. like, you know, cascading everywhere and everything's very full and lush. Yes, for sure. Just like Take a, a living house. It's a living, breathing house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So nothing can be too Nothing's perfect. Dead, yeah. So don't be afraid to tell your story in your home. And it doesn't need to be perfect because yeah. it's kind of this slice of life moment yeah. that it just like lets you be you. Yeah. So great. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Home yes. again. Home talk again. about home again. Yes. I think that that's okay. a fan favorite of home everybody. Yeah. yeah. So this one's probably, is this the most recent? Um, I, I think so. And I think it was like her daughter. Oh, it was Nancy right. Meyer yeah. and her daughter. Uh, yeah, that, her, her daughter was the director of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think she might even wrote it too. And then Nancy yeah. was like ex- executive producer on it. Yeah. I think I did not know that. That's yeah. so cool. I could uh, be wrong, but uh, okay. So home again is Reese Witherspoon and Reese Witherspoon's father has passed away and he was an old movie director, famous movie director, won lots of Emmys and Reese is living in his home. Right. Mm -hmm. And in one of the rooms is his old office. She's a decorator. Yeah. She's an interior interior designer. designer. Oh my gosh. And her client is the worst. But this is my favorite. I think this is like my favorite movie set. Yes. Of all the Nancy, like they're all awesome. But I think Everybody relates. Think of what Nancy Myers movie do you relate to best? Yes. This is sure. the one I love the most. And it just kind of has that little, well, almost that California Spanish colonial like courtyard. And mm-hmm. her, her client in it is so funny when she's like, uh, I need to go run these errands. And she has to like, then she turns into a babysitter. Like, <laughs> so funny. Yes. Worst. Just the worst. And I remember in it, her bed, it was like this beautiful, almost like flat weave rug dury. Mm-hmm. It's like wrapped around the headboard. Oh, so good hot pink and striped. So pretty. And then that courtyard, you have like, I don't know if it's like the terracotta, like tile floors 
that you're just so very know, iconic like, for California. Yeah, very like Spanish style, mm-hmm. like California. Yeah. Yeah. Like little the guest house that, yeah, that's. Yes. The, the cute boy stand. Oh, he's so darling. Yes. Um, she's got, again, like neutral. It's always like a stone washed, like linen slip covered sofa and chairs. And then I'm um, just like a pine coffee table. She's got a pink hand knotted rug underfoot, you know, some sort of tropical palm. Which plant. I think also to the character, it shows their age. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Like if you look at yeah. the, all the age of all these different characters, like Reese is probably one of the younger ones. Mm-hmm. I think in most of these movies that we just kind of talked about and she should have a colorful rug. Yeah. You know, and she's a, and she's a designer. Yeah. She's so a designer. Some, and she, uh, yeah. A couple more like bold, probably de- daughter decisions. of a movie director, you yeah. know, and yeah. like yeah. just a cool cat trees that grow in California. Are they cypress trees or <sighs> what are they? And they have like the really bendy limbs and she's got a big crocheted hammock in it yes. in the front drive. And it really, truly just like looks like home. It's just such yeah. a More bougainvillea. I think that's just like crawling everywhere too mm-hmm. in that yeah. space. Uh, the kitchen cabinets, they have a like a blue and white, um, like Spanish tile backsplash, mm-hmm. beadboard cabinetry um, and wood countertops. I, I noticed or, that it was the same in yeah. like Father of the Bride too, I think. Like the, the wood countertop. Yeah, like a butcher block type countertop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got like a woven day bed in the living room and they always have draperies. These are yeah. like um, the wrought iron draperies, which are black. And then she's just got like natural colored drapes coming down. Um, the spaces just, don't feel like they've ever been remodeled though. Do you know what I mean? It feels uh, like so authentic with the architecture and uh, like with the whole setting, which is obviously very on purpose. Like yeah. for the movie set of it all, you don't want to be, yep, you know, scattered there. But I, I do love that, that you're like, that tile was probably there when her father owned it, you know, or like there's, there's choices that were so good then that they're still current now. Definitely. One thing I love about that house in it is that in a lot of the, like, I feel like it's in the dining room and in the guest house, they have like floor to ceiling windows. Yes. And it's just like, I don't know, they're gridded and it just, I don't know, it yeah. lets in a lot of light. Super and those cool. like heavy tile roofs mm-hmm. on the Spanish haciendas. Um, and then you have those arched kind of uh, walkways that you walk under mm-hmm. to get to the house. Mm-hmm. Those big old pots. I'd say, honestly, the interiors feel like primarily like you feel warm colors, yellow, oranges, pinks. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the neutral like, you know, linens, slip covered linens. The only time we saw blue was in the kitchen, but um you see just, it, like, and like she has oh, that yeah. blue and white pottery throughout though. That's true. And there is, is a really screening fun. room that has like a blue and white striped chair and a blue and white striped ottoman. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But so quite pretty. collected, you know, like just even the pillow choices and everything. It just looks like she's like found them. And don't you feel so, like it just suits Brees? Oh, 100% the like character her. of it. Yeah. And again, but again, the actual like frames of the sofas and chairs, mm-hmm. they're quite, this one's a little bit more transitional and cleaned up, you know, it doesn't have like rolled arms necessarily, but in all of her movies, they're not crazy frames that like yeah. are, are stretching your imagination. They're very comforting. Yep. Like we, we know how that sits. And so we, therefore we know how comfortable we'd be in that room. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Such a great, such a great movie. And I think it feels good. The whole family can watch it and we can all kind of relate to it no matter what our age is. Right. Cause her, her dad has these certain memories, the new young boyfriends all come in and they're younger and they want to be directors. And so yeah. there's that age range, Reese's range, um, which I think Reese and I are like the exact same age or she might be a year younger than me. And so I think the same colors, you know, kind of relate to mm-hmm. 
what, you know, what, what we grew up with. Yeah, so it's exactly. so fun. Yeah. It's a, it's such a great flick. And I think any of us would want to, would want to live like this. Transport us there. Yeah. We need to, yeah. Yeah. Really awesome. This is saying we need to move to California. I know. I'm like, yeah. basically yeah. that's um, what this is. It's 85 there right now. Degrees. Oh, shoot. Oh. Yeah. You guys, it snowed here today. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we did. For sure. You betcha. Um, okay. Any like non Nancy Myers films? What have you got, Sue? How the Royal Tenenbaums. Okay. Oh. If you, if anybody out there loves Wes Anderson, I really do love this movie. I love a lot of his movies. A Fantastic Mr. Fox. This one I do want to kind of like dive into specifically because like most Wes Anderson movies, like he does a lot of these colorful printed wallpapers and stained glass and just dark wooden trims. And they feel cozy, very kind of pre-war, but there's something just very established about this space. And so obviously this is a home, you know, that Mr. Royal Tenenbaum, he owned and it's just, he raises this family and on all the walls, I think in every single one of the rooms, there's like these galleries and these art collections of this like very quirky family, like the character development. This is really, really funny. And so you see all these, like they have the one where there's all the portraits of like just who knows who, probably just different Tenenbaums throughout the years. But it's just, I don't know. There's just something so quirky about his films and the way he, the characters that he develops are so suited for these spaces, mm-hmm. you know? And I love that he does create, there's a intimacy because he uses these deep colors in all of his spaces. They're not bright and light like Nancy Myers. They're a lot deeper and a little bit more complicated, mm-hmm. um, which I think is very suiting for his character development. But it, there's usually like a sense of traditionalism, but then stuff that's just like a little bit like screwed off mm-hmm. again, like his characters, um, but very established and very rooted mm-hmm. also. But again, there's always something off in them too. So yeah. Yeah. You can feel that in the set design too. It looks like you've got a lot of like warm notes, but then there's a green thrown in, which is the opposite of it in the color wheel, yeah. which just kind of, you know, throws tension into the scene. Yeah. Just visually looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, they're just, they're quirky scenes and I just, uh, yeah, hats off. Big pattern drapes. Exactly. Big pattern drapes. Interesting. Like porches over the fireplace. Again, the dark wood trims. There's just nothing light and bright about them. But again, those are his movies. (laughs) There's not too much light and bright about them, but you appreciate their quirkiness Uh at the end. Like you, even though you see all these, complicated characters at the end of the movie you like you appreciate them for like the travels that they've gone through and I think these spaces really tell that and so again as you're doing your own house like don't be afraid to be opinionated I think that's what I learned from his sets is that they're interesting and like his characters are interesting and I like I'd hang out with them for sure. And if, if you're quirky, do something quirky. For sure. Put some quirky in your house. Yeah pr- prove to people that that's who you are when they walk through the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. What else do you have, Corey? I have Knives Out, which I've actually, just being honest, I've only seen a little bit of that movie, probably uh-huh. like 30 minutes. But um, one thing that I really love about it, it's like a lot of, yeah. I love like wood. And so it's all the finished work in it is wood. Um, it's dark. I feel like it represents the movie really well because it just sets like, it's very mysterious, uh-huh. very like kind of like gloomy looking and, and, and feeling it just, just like you don't, you don't know who to trust yeah. in knives out. Yeah. And so again, it just kind of creates this like tension. Um, but yeah, like ornate, like finished work, which is cool. Again, like an old person who's lived a full life, collected a lot of things, tons of book, 
books, tons of artwork, some, uh, what is that called? Like, where they like stuff animals after oh, that? What, what is taxidermy. that? Taxidermy. Taxidermy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. it kind of feels like, yeah, it, I could almost, you can almost like just smell the house, like just from looking yes. at it, like it's a little bit like mm-hmm. dusty and like old, but, um, yeah, very, that's a good set designer. Yes. <laughs> if you can smell like what that would be like, <laughs> or what their signature scent is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, rugs, just huge rugs. Um, they kind of have some like, I don't know, some like rad, like traditional, like this chair right here. That's kind of like really wide, like wing. It's a huge wing back. Yeah. So again, you kind of feel trapped a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so perfect for that scene yeah and then this like little like gallery wall like it looks like the um the wall is like pitched mm-hmm. and then the the arts like there's a bunch of artwork going all the way up it even like right here in this like arch that's like that's a pretty rad i can't tell if that's art in this picture but oh yeah um it wraps the yeah. art yeah hey, yes we're looking cool. at pictures that we're yeah. all these movies that we've wanted to talk yeah. about so, so you'll have to go watch them and and check it out you'll yeah. probably spend a lot of time like looking and not paying attention to the movie but looking at the set if you're us, yeah. that's yeah. what you do. If you're us. You're like taking You'll notes. Take pictures. Pause that. Take screenshots later on. Yep. They had a couple. Oh yeah. This room right here. Um, I love like, this is probably like in it, like, you know, like attic cause like the uh, walls are pitched again, but then like the wallpaper that's on it is like mm-hmm. super like kind of like seventies looking to me. Like this kind of looks like kind of like funky, like little um, paisley yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's complicated, so you don't really know where it starts or ends, which I think does add to like the mystery of the plot, mm-hmm. you know? We kind of played that same trick in Tan France's closet. Yeah. His closet was an attic, and so we wallpapered the room in stripes. The room almost felt tented because the pitches played up with the stripes. Like the a glamorous fun up. house. <laughs> yeah, it was like a glamorous fun wow. house. We used a lot of mirrors yeah. and stripes, and, and it's, it's really to confuse moody. the eye. Yes. Right? Yeah, makes you feel like that. The room is bigger or mm-hmm. it's more somehow yeah. because of the pattern and the reflection exactly. and it's smoke and mirrors people. But yep. yeah, if you've got an attic, now you know what to do. Confuse exactly. the eye. Yeah, yeah. wallpaper yep. it, use mirrors, everything Any else. small space too, you For know, sure. if you want it to be more interesting, I think that's a great, great way to do it. And just mm-hmm. like, I think it'd be very, um, I don't know, shows your personality. I think so. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And that room just gives back in a big way because it's small. So that pattern oh, yeah. is just everywhere. It feels so good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'll wrap it up with, I think, everybody's favorite movie <laughs> um, or one of the favorites is The Holiday. Oh. And I have to watch it every like Christmas. I know. Every Christmas. Best. I yeah. mean, both homes are amazing. Sometimes in the spring. But Whatever. I think everybody's favorite, iconically, is going to be Iris's Cottage on Rose Hill. Yep. Oh my gosh. I was so distraught to learn in our research that this house does not exist. This uh. is not real. It was built in four days. The landscaping took two weeks because they had to make the exterior look old. Um, yeah, look at the roof line of that. I know. Isn't like that that's crazy that like, they were like able to do that. It kind of has a swag to it. It really, truly looks really old. The fence looks old. Mm-hmm. The chimneys. I mean, kudos to them. I think the thing that makes it feel so homey is just like the large overstuffed big pieces. And there's just almost too much furniture in every yeah. room. Makes the room, you know, just... I don't know. It makes it feel cozy yeah, for certain. It hugs you back. Like you can't yeah. help but want to just like go like lounge in there. Nothing matches exactly. You can kind of, it feels like they, she sort of inherited pieces over time. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got one floral chair paid with play, um, sort of paired with a neutral 
um, big, huge tufted blue ottoman in the middle of the family room, that staircase, how mm, the striped like runner guys is probably like <laughs> two feet wide instead of three feet. Yeah. yeah. So all the codes were busted on this. It was amazing. There were no codes. The beams in the ceiling of the bedroom were just so lovely. Is it open Jude up? Law. Is it open I mean, up to the... Jude Law. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is it open? Is it... Yeah, say? like to the to yeah. the trusses uh, up top. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exposed awesome. trusses in that bedroom and a fireplace in a bedroom <sighs> in the winter. What? So pretty. The irregularly framed... Um, uh, pictures on the wall, an iron bed, um, cozy blankets. It, it, do you have the kitchen there? Isn't it like a, is it like a blue yeah. or like an olive green yeah. or yeah. something like that? Blue kitchen. And then it's got like self knobs. Oh yeah. So and a fireplace knobs. in the, the kitchen. That yes. is so sick. So the wood knobs are painted the same color as, and it's all like this powder blue. But kitchen. it's not perfect again. Yeah. There's, there's so many imperfections in this and what today's standard when you're building a house and you're building all your cabinetry, the ceiling, it's, it's so lovely that like something like this, that is just like, it is what it is and always has been. Mm-hmm. And it still feels so good. Yes. You know, yeah, there's something to it. The little curtains and there's like shears underneath it in the little kitchen windows. That whole tub moment too. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that like little tiny, yeah. Yeah. Her carrying her luggage up that tiny staircase. You just already knew you were going to love it. Yeah. The stairs feel extra steep and narrow and yeah, all the fireplaces. For a small home, I'm counting three fireplaces. Because that's how you would heat the house. One in the kitchen, one in the family room, one in the bedroom. Yeah, you're right. You're totally yeah. right. So anyway. Good job, set designers. Yeah, just sort of mismatched. Lots of draperies, lots of fabric patterns. Um, yeah, just all so good. Everybody loves that feeling. And it does feel like the holiday because yeah. it's like fires are roaring and yeah. blankets are out and it's so cozy. But can you imagine so, that so. setting? Like they should do like one in the spring where they like open up all the windows because oh, yeah. they would swing open and, oh, and that English countryside. and mm. The juxtaposition between that house and the California house, which was everything was wide open, expansive, white, clean. Like they're the exact mm. Lined up. opposite yeah. of each other. Yeah. yeah, Electronic blinds where these are old, you know, layered curtains and mm-hmm. yeah, the juxtaposition is just so good. And again, the character development, so the, awesome. The, the, how this is like in, in the holiday too. And I can't remember his name, but it's like the old guy that she befriends in Hollywood. who oh, was like an old Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood director. His oh, home yeah. too is, is awesome. Rad. It just feels like, uh-huh. it feels like old Hollywood, Definitely. you know? So cool. Yes. She teaches him, gets him to walk again because mm-hmm. he's like on a cane. And then has like, he has that, like, uh, he's given like a lifetime achievement award or something like yes. that. Uh-huh. She like takes him, his, his date to that. It's so cool. I love oh, that. And yeah. it kind of shows his house shows his history, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is so lovely. Definitely. We yeah. find a lot of inspiration from pop culture. And recently we were um, actually working with a fashion brand to talk to them about their marketing. And they were saying how, even in pop culture, um, like what the influencers are influencing right now mm-hmm. is bumping the the natural flow or the natural rotation of what we're seeing. So right now trending, we're kind of feeling the eighties, right? The nineties come back, but also the seventies, we were seeing yeah, a lot in a large way. market, right? So I feel like there's usually a 30 year rotation when it comes to trends, but now that we've got influencers in the mix, um, they were saying like, Right now, flares should be in style. That's the rotation. That's what they're showing at market fashion markets. And the only thing people want to buy is skinny jeans because that's what all the influencers are wearing because they're skinny people and that's what looks good on them. 
But what we should really be wearing are these wider legs. They more balance the figure. They're more forgiving in her in her explanation. Mm-hmm. And she said it wasn't until Billie Eilish came out in concert wearing floods, that, uh, not floods, um, flares, yeah. that everybody else was ready to wear flares or bell bottoms. Mm-hmm. Because finally, pop culture from celebrities spoke up over their favorite influencers. So it's an interesting time right now where anything goes. For it sure. depends on who you're following, right? What movies you're watching, what TV shows you're watching, what influencers you're following, how mm-hmm. you're going to be influenced. But it does get into your mind and your psyche and your ability to make decisions. And Courtney, or um, sorry, Corey was just saying before we started how we are the average of the five people that we hang out with, or probably like the five top accounts we're following. So, um, yeah, I think it's a fascinating thing. And I would even, I would even say, um, dare to add a new one to the mix, you know, to, to give you some equilibrium if everything that you're seeing is slanting too hard one way. Yeah. Um, or if you're sick of it, if you're, if you want like change it up, be inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Be be inspired. Getting a new haircut find someone else to follow, (laughs) you know, seriously. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, um, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. We love sharing our insight and over the years um, of experience with you, we're excited for you to be able to create beautiful moments in your home. And just like every design project we do, it's tailored for each unique client. We're always sourcing and creating beautiful pieces. We've done a lot of the grunt work for you in order to have a nonstop um, one stop shop for the most beautiful pieces to elevate your home. And you'll be able to find them at alicelanehome.com. So um, give it a look when you're shopping. Everything's really, really well curated to look great in a lot of different styles with a lot of different pieces. Um, They're just beautifully made and we're really proud of them. Again, that's alicelanehome.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 